So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 70. Yes, that is right. Episode 70 of Take Flight Podcast. This week, we talk about when is the right time to say goodbye and move on. Jeff Bezos has left Amazon. Trump recently left the White House. Seasons come and go. So when and how do you say bye? Is it ever the right time to move on? We talk about moving on in terms of career and also relationships and some very funny stories as always. So enjoy episode 70 and we uh, see you all soon. Welcome to episode hey, no, wait, hey, so, so Pete, so, so no, James, yeah. go on. Yo, yo. <laughs> Nandy, don't, don't, don't do this because the caption, because the story, only he wrote the story in it. So he said on the story, he was like, this is what, this is what I find funny, yeah? It's because you can't get this kind of advice. He, he said, he said, he said this. <laughs> he said, he actually said this. He said, took, took a quick L, but I'm about to bounce back. He said, the game is what, the, the game is what it is. You got to learn the rules and play, whatever. So he was almost trying to be like a sophisticated financial advisor after taking a loss so i reached what, out and i was like what was the L? i was like i know i didn't get into it. i just said to him yo i said and i knew what it was i knew what it was straight away mm. i was like yo, what are you talking about and he says oh let me get the message let me get the message so you can see the thing he said he said uh <laughs> i said i said stock question mark question mark he says yeah try to hop on that GameStop pipe on monday and lost a little bit <laughs> i said i said i knew it money out here securing the bag. He said, I should have known better. Let me stick with my index funds and chill, shaking my head. Yeah. <laughs> and the sad part about that is so many people were left holding the bag. Bro. And that's with those things, you got to get in and out early. Like by the time it starts to get on this, on like CNN, all the news channels, everything, it's too late. It's too late by that time. I, t- I tell you what's too late is this Bitcoin now. What's happening with Bitcoin? No, it's not. It's not. It's not too late. Okay, but not. But okay, it will always be too late. You can even get, you can get in now. You can. You it's can. It's not earn. going to be too late. What I mean. You're, what you're I mean saying, though. You're, no, no, you're, no, no, no. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You're saying it's too late based on its history, but you don't know its mm. future. If it goes up to three hundred, oh, that thirty k was too late. That thirty k would have been nice. But to be honest, so I never like liked that. that. You know, because of the highs. I never like to buy a whole all time highs. That's the but what, that's but what my all time high today. But, but the all time high is only today. Mm. You're, you're based on the history. All time high is right now. In mm. next month, it'd be different. It could be sixty k is all time high. But what so I will say, say yeah, what right I will now. say, because the the, the, the yeah. game changer, and I and I and I have to sit there. And I thought I, I was like this. Oof. When when any company or anything says we now start to accept Bitcoin as payment. That's when it's on. And, and I saw I saw a post on Tesla's um, like factories and what they're building. I haven't paid attention to Tesla as a stock. But I'm thinking to myself, economics one-on-one. If you're building this out, right, I need to get in. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I swear you've already got shares already. You're 0. 0.00000. Who, me? In where? One. In Bitcoin. In, in, yeah, I got, I got Bitcoin. I got Bitcoin. Yeah. Not one. Not one coin. Oh. Um... No, uh, I can't say my coin. I can't say how much I got. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to drop it. But no, I got in. I got in. I got in. The question now is, the question now is, um, do you want to know what's interesting? Yo, Shuo, this is a mad thing. Watch this, yeah? And I'm actually going to put this out on a story. Bro, do you remember, yeah? The Forbes magazine we had in our apartment, 2014. It was 365 ways to get rich. I don't know if you remember it, but if I show you the cover, you basically bought it at the airport. Let me take off my watch for this. Tip number 23, yeah? was it said buy Bitcoin um, for speculation and to, I think, hedge against inflation. It said it back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And 
it was a lesson because I looked and I done I done the numbers and I think if we had invested I think ten thousand we would have been at a million today I think something along those lines and I just thought the power of you don't know what you don't know so I would have read it at that time you would have read it but it would have gone past your head it would have literally you would have read Bitcoin and thought mm, whatever and so it's it's a it's a nice kind of reminder in the sense of all you can do in this game is just commit to learning right mm. so that you don't miss the next wave that's going to come because you're seeing things today and you're reading things that you're probably dismissing we dismissed that um tip 23 that tip 23 yeah and you dismissed my tip from last week <laughs> and we just, okay uh, you just see, it's bro it's said yeah because it's and actually it's, it's actually got great tips but it's mostly on stocks and insurance um um pieces but i might tweet a couple but he said it was 365 ways to get rich and on 23 buy a bitcoin and at that Whoa. time bitcoin bitcoin must have been i think 311 right it's crazy so What's all you can do in that magazine what was number one Oh, it also gives tips. I'll, I'll get it. I'll take some pictures and I'll send it over. Right, cool. But I was, I was, I, it's a lesson to share because the only learning, I, the only take I took from it was you can't sit there and be pissed at the fact that I'm a dickhead. I didn't buy in, oh, so excuse my language. I didn't buy in 2014. All you can say to yourself is commit to learning, commit to staying, commit to connecting the dots. And, and that's how the game works. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Not based on, uh, you know, if I had only invested a thousand back in that day, I would have been this. We can't talk like that. But just to build on that, P, I think also... Well, you can't, the, you can't do. <laughs> yeah, I know. The only, so the only point that I would add to that is be curious to learning and stuff, but also it's important to take action because now we can learn as much as we can. Sure, but... yeah, of course. That's what I meant. Yeah, learn. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Make a move. Make a move. But also, like, I think you guys got to remember, yeah? <laughs> I'd first like to yeah. understand... <laughs> I'll first like to understand how many of those 300 or whatever were right or wrong. Because hindsight is a great thing, right? Us now looking back, you're like, oh, I should have, I could have, all of this stuff. But hindsight is a beautiful thing. And then secondly, right, is I always say, look, there's two ways to become successful and rich, right? There's the steady and guaranteed way, yeah, Yeah, which I think a lot of us are doing. It's taking a long time, man. Or there's another element of it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking for some new paths because it's taking a long time. Or there's another element of it where it's like you've got there's an element of luck in there as well, right? There's a just like I say to you, like I've been buying shares since I was an intern. If my internship was with Amazon, I'd be able to quit my job right now. If yeah, I was you're, with yeah, Tesla, you're, you're trying to, yeah, but you're trying to base it on a on a one on a one pony to get you there. No, it's not one pony, but it's just that one element of look. There's elements of preparation, action, but it's also being just lucky in the right place. It's the book outline. Um, if you watch, um, read the book outlier, it talks about it like there's multiple elements, but then there's a large portion of it that's got to do with stuff that you can't even control. Just being in the right place it's true. at the right time. Grab, grab that book, Psychology of Money. Morgan is a brilliant mind. Great. Mm. You can listen to it. Well, I'll say read the book first, but he just put, he just speaks to you about finance and investing in a way that, you just have been saying, where have you been all my life? It's just a great way of, of, of just great poetry. It's, it's good. It's like things of what you just mentioned now, mm. the importance of time. Like he said that the number one skill in, in investing is being able to survive and how long you can do it for. And not, not making not, any major losses. Not making any major losses, right? And, and yeah. instead of trying to beat the market, just hold out for, just see how long yeah. you can hold out for. Minimize your mistakes. So um, yeah, a couple of things. So um, 
we might as well just scrap this episode and get straight into what Daniel's about to do because, you know. <laughs> no, um, someone's, so hot, all someone's our, hot right now, isn't it? Someone's for, all our, someone's for all our listeners, I would just like to put a right now. I would just like to put a disclaimer in that conversation. We are not financial advisors. We are not your financial advisors. We're just random guys on um, Spotify, Apple, whatever, whatever you listen to our episode, episodes on. So do not take any financial advice from bye, us. Bye, bye. Speak to a professional. Daniel left because I think cool. he didn't want to implicate himself. Exactly. Because Mr. Bloomberg doesn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> all, these, all these returns is going to get cut tomorrow, man. God forbid. You know what I'm trying to um, say? Whilst we're waiting back, whilst we're waiting for um, Daniel to join and get started, guess who won the the running challenge? Not you. <laughs> no, you did. Really. I thought you say. Yes, not really, I did. It's not really. It's not really. It's not really surprising, is it? Because you was already. You was already. Oh, ahead. you should. You should have seen the reaction of my brother. He was so pissed. Like on the the final day, I ran twenty k. On the final day. Um, and I waited to upload it like five minutes before the end of mid, like before midnight. And he you ran, you ran 20k in one day. Are you okay? I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. It took me two days recovery. It's crazy, but I won. Wait. I took the money off him. Um, payday, you know, small returns. How much, how much was it again? We don't need to. We don't need to put numbers on the podcast. Was it like ten pounds or something like that? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about his financial 15, situation. Fifteen. You know? 15. I, I mean, I mean, here, here, I mean, here's a lesson for the for the viewers in terms of in terms of amount of effort compared to return. I mean, that's terrible investment. But fair enough. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> did I also I mean, mention to you? I mean, that I mean, I lost many... Did I mention to you? I also lost ten pounds as well. Is that better so return? Gonna, so where are you going to use that return? Then where are you going to use that? We're going to use <laughs> that weight loss. <laughs> hopefully it's gonna mean hopefully it's gonna mean I last longer, I live longer, right? <laughs> yeah, fair you can't you can't put a percentage on that, fair enough. Exactly. Thanks for joining back, Dan. Um, why don't I pass it on to Shawel to take the lead on this episode, right? No, but guys, so welcome to episode uh, 70. Um what a milestone, by the way. Can we just take a second to do it? Are you sure we, you sure it's on 70, not 71? This is 70, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy. Okay. So can we? Can we? Because we're in a virtual environment. Can we just take a second to do a virtual round of applause just to, just to celebrate the fact that we've made this episode number seventy? I'll be honest. It's taken a long time to get to hundred, man. <laughs> and then on top of that, actually, I think when this episode is released, we've also um, would have hosted our first ever clubhouse room as well. So thank you for the people that took time to listen to our first clubhouse room, and we look forward to hopefully doing many, uh, many more. Um, but the agenda of this week is when is the right time to say goodbye and move on? And this is a little bit triggered by the recent announcement of Jeff Bezos, who is the founder and was the CEO of Amazon, who recently announced that he'll be stepping down as CEO um, of the company that he founded back in 1994. And he'll be moving into a new role as executive chairman with another person taking over the role who had been in Amazon uh, himself also a very long time. So I think I was reflecting a little bit on a, a recent flight back with some friends about when is actually the right time to, to say goodbye and move on? Because there's different reasons in life that we will move on, whether that's in a career, when do you move, or a relationship, or generally, why do people tend to stay longer than they should have in a particular 
area of life. So that is uh, the topic for today and what we'll be discussing. All right, cool, guys. Yeah. So which area do you want to tackle first in terms of when it's the right time to say goodbye and move on? Actually, no, before going into answering that question, do you guys feel like at the moment in your respective lives in whichever areas, you know when it's the right time to say goodbye to something? I think, mm, I or think, is it something that you're struggling with? I think there's a voice. I think there's always a voice in your head that tells you when it's the right time to move on. The question is, do you actually follow through and actually move on? Um, so that's probably where the the battle comes in. What I can say to this, like my first initial reaction is, I think every single thing that we do has an expiry date, and I think it's up to the individual to to sort of know when that expiry date is, and and move on. Because by moving on, you're 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 aligning yourself with that sort of natural, ev you know, evolution of of change. Um, but knowing when you knowing when you have to move on and moving on is is the challenge. Does anyone else feel like they've already cracked that, or they struggle with it sometimes? I wouldn't say you've cracked it. I think you have an inner voice. Um, that voice that it's... tells you that voice that tells you to go to Bali, Olu. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the change I need. <laughs> that's the change I need. Somebody's got I've been Bali having that inner, I've been having that Bali voice for a year now. That Bali voice has been over a year now. Um, but no, I think you have an inner voice. Um, some level of um, unease. Um, and unease doesn't have to be like a dramatic, like, oh, this is dire. Like, I need to change tomorrow. It's just some some voice in the back of your head that might say, look, you need to do more. Or you're not truly happy in this situation. Or you need a change. Or you need to try something new. Or you're getting bored. Like, I think there's just different voices where or voices where you're just saying, you know what, I'm just not completely um, comfortable. And I think like what P mentioned, it's a difficult one because I think there's always evolution. Like mm -hmm. you should, I never want to look at myself or look at any area of my life and be like, it's exactly the same as it was five years ago, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Right. So I think there's always a constant changing growth or walking away in that aspect. So Daniel, what's your take? Do you feel like you've mastered the 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 art of saying goodbye at the right time? The philosophy's coming now. Watch. <laughs> watch him say something <laughs> crazy. How do how do you know it's goodbye? Not see you later. <laughs> How do you know it's goodbye and not see you later? How do you know it's not goodbye and I'm coming back soon? You don't know. No, no jokes aside. <laughs> I thought you were being serious I, as well. Go on, go on. No, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I've mastered it, but there's a difference between walking away and giving up. Because a lot of people want to say goodbye, but it's because they don't want to put in the work. So they almost want to give up and not fight for something. They don't want to work hard for something. They don't want to put effort into something. So they'd rather say, you know what? I've tried, didn't work. It's time for me to walk away. Let me try something new. But walking away from something when you know it's not right for you, when you know it's not maybe in line with your values, your beliefs, or conducive to many different factors, that could be the right reason for you to walk away. Mm -hmm. But walking away because you want to give up, I wouldn't say is the right thing. And, you know, translating that to, say, a work environment, 
just because work might be difficult for a period of time doesn't mean it's time to walk away. Mm-hmm. However, if you're no longer enjoying the role, even though you've put on all the effort and there aren't other factors that you're saying, you know, it's because of the money, it's because of the team, it's because of the person. These all things happen in other places. Unless you want to become an entrepreneur and then you can be everything from the T-boy to the person doing payroll. You can do that. But you'll find it's not all, you know, a bed of roses on the other side. So just to, so let's double click on that, Daniel, in terms of kind of work or career or business-wise side of things, right? Because I think we've all, between us, started endeavors or where we have our full-time careers. We're doing things where we've started something, stopped, moved, changed, etc. If we just focus on the work and business side of things, when is the right time to to move, or when is the right time to close the business that you started for you well before you before we answer the question can i just say yeah can i just say the term double click i'm doubling down on that i'm using that all this week love it (laughs) i love that (laughs) so so what's gonna happen now you're gonna have to repeat the question because all i heard was double click and i said i was like you know when (laughs) you know (laughs) in my mind i was thinking when i talk to lauren tonight i'm gonna say something and then be like double click on that one and let's keep it moving (laughs) go on go on sure run <laughs> say, the, say the question. I love oh say the question again. God, Lee, just, just the last part of that question. Just the last part of that question. So, because Daniel was touching upon the topic about, especially like work and work. stuff, right? And balancing the giving up versus starting something new. And specifically, I wanted us to double click on the work and business aspect because we've all have our respective careers. We've also started businesses and also walked away from businesses as well when it hasn't been serving our purpose. So, in that particular field. When is it, well, what has been the right time for you to move on? Or what's been that big driver for you to be like, you know what, this actually isn't serving my purpose anymore. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Um, it'll be when the what, passion's gone. Yeah. The passion? Um, so Daniel's the passion. I, I, what comes to mind is impact. If, if, you're mm. not, if you're not having the impact, we all, we all set out to have an impact on ourselves and other people in in that role. I don't know why she was laughing. Yeah, double still, click. Still laughing. <laughs> and so I think I think if you if you're not feeling if if you are not feeling that impact and the other person your recipient is not then I think I think it's a very strong indication that it's time to move on. And I and I think also it's good for you and the other person or you and the other team because then you're better off somewhere else. Right. Um if I take the workplace, we're not paid for our time, we're paid for our impact. So if you're not even if you're not having an impact in what you're doing um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate situation. And, and is that impact... just... Yeah, Daniel, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to double-click on what P said. <laughs> I think maybe... I think that needs to be the title of this episode, double-click. <laughs> you, know you, know you know what it is? Do you know what it is? The way Shuel finessed it into his question, oh, my God. I was like... And you know also what's funny as well, yeah? You know, you know when you know... Like, we know each other for quite some time. So if we start using different words, yeah... We're going to pick up on it. So anyways, continue, Daniel. Continue, continue. <laughs> so just, just, trying to, just trying to expand on what he was saying. I'd say passion, but passion isn't, I wouldn't say, in every difference, every scenario. For example, I wouldn't say in a relationship when the passion's gone, yeah, you, you walk away. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, relationship, we're going to also, relationship, we're going to... I just wanted to be clear on that because... I'm not, I'm not a part of that discussion. Yeah. I don't know nothing about <laughs> so, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of like, when, 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 when Pab was saying about impact, you mm. know, when 
if you're not passionate about something, it doesn't mean you give up. It might be that you need to reassess or readjust or pivot and try something new. That's what I mean when I say your passion's not there. It's not like you, you just give up. You might think, okay, I need to change one of these variables to get a different kind of outcome. And that's what I mean when you say when I say passion. But when I, I would agree with Pete and say, you know, when you're no longer having an impact on something mm-hmm. and also the value, if you're no longer being valued, depending on the scenario and the situation, that also could be a time where you consider it's time to, to move on. Strongly consider, strongly consider. That's strong indicators. I mean, um, Daniel, just to... Oh, sorry. Uh, I had just one very quick question for Daniel on the passion one. Um, is that passion where you've lost the kind of passion for it or you feel like your impact isn't valued or is it the passion and impact of those around you isn't impacting you as much? I'll say the former. The former. Okay. I think it's it's not necessarily the external circumstances. It's more within, Internal. more innate. Because, you know, you can always have a different environment that you operate in. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. And then, so Oli, what's your take in, in like the world or business side of things? So I watched this really good video um, about passion and what does passion actually mean? So is passion um, an input or an output? Mm-hmm. Right. And the way the person explained it was that passion is really an output. Passion, stress are ex- outputs, right? The input element of it is when you're working on something that's valuable. So you feel like you're valuable in your role, role is aligned with your purpose, right? Even if you're going through tough times or hard times, you're still passionate about those particular situations. But you could be working crazy hours, not being valued, don't really care about what you're doing. And then the output reaches stress. That's what you end up feeling. So for me, I think it's when it's time to move on, it's, um, it's a mixture of the value. So mm-hmm. do you value what you're doing? The purpose, I would say. And then the last point is the bigger picture, right? So where I talk about a bigger picture is there's been certain times that I've done worked in particular places where I might not feel the value or the purpose in that particular action, right? But I'm overpaid to do it, right? Which feeds another purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So in that situation, you could turn around and just say, you know what, it's time for me to move on from this particular act- activity. I think we can all say that with our corporate life or corporate jobs, right? There's been certain times where we could easily say, you know what, it's time to walk away. But no, we might be overpaid for a particular skill, which feeds into our bigger picture or our um, other purpose. So for me, it's a mixture of those two value purpose and then also the bigger picture. Because I think if I was just working right now, right, um, and maybe I don't feel the value and uh, the purpose really right now, right, would I would I walk away if I was just doing, a, if I was just coming home, spending my money, living paycheck to paycheck? I probably would just easily leave and look for something else, right? But because I connected to, oh, no, this is feeding a bigger picture, bigger purpose, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm willing to sacrifice or I'm willing to not quit and continue in that particular path that I'm in because there's a whole bigger picture that I need to take into consideration. So I think that's a, another angle, a different way to look at it. Because I think you guys have covered a lot of the bases, actually, because I'm just trying to think, what the only additional lens i would probably give it is 
for me when i go into it one thing is am i still learning as much so i think if we're in a role or we're starting something or doing something where after 12 to 24 months i'm not learning as much and for me that's a trigger that i need to move and i think the other one that i would probably add is giving something a set time frame whether it's 12 18 or 24 months because i think if i know that i'm committing to something for 12 to 18 months then it psychologically prepares me for that and then also already gives me a time frame to work towards on when to move next as well um, but you well you see that time frame yeah yeah how how do you accurately define what that time frame is the reason why i asked that question is yeah because if i look at nathan and i here and mm. i think a few of us right with the property stuff we didn't get our first property until i want to say a year maybe a year and then all of a sudden with the with the beckley rose correct right If okay. we had set a goal of six months, right, mm-hmm. we could technically have walked away um, and not truly reach our potential. That's why sometimes I'm always concerned about putting a particular time because I yeah. think one, we don't know God's plan, we don't know the plan for the universe, right? And I think yeah. a lot of times there's, you know, that um, picture, that meme of the guy digging for um, yeah, yeah, the gold. diamond and it, or gold or whatever, and he just quits just before the abundance the blessings and all of that stuff so how do you define the time so on, i think that, maybe sure you want to put some context i think you're referring to corporate positions because yeah because mm. outside hustles is a different i think there's a different mindset attached to that but even corporate right you could easily be like let's say for example you keep striving now got promotion to a new area because someone's seen you sacrificing and got you never know what that the time arising is right sometimes we rush ourselves to move and mm. so yeah i think probably just to to add on then to what i was saying when i was thinking 12 18 24 month cycles i was mm. referring more to kind of corporate career um mm. because all the jobs that i've done all the roles that i've done have all been kind of two year cycles mm. so then the reason why that's easier for me to plan is going into the role that's the expectation that i've set and then whoever i'm reporting to has set for me as well Mm-hmm. Now then on the business side of things I I completely hear you where you don't want to give up before it's um giving up too soon and I think that's also the point that Daniel was referring to earlier um but I think with that it also ties with what you were saying what's the bigger picture like you f- for Nathan and yourself real estate and property investing is a future um revenue driver and a wealth creator for you guys right so whether it takes 6 months 12 months 24 months however long this is something that long term still makes sense for you because you're going mm. to be in and around that space um maybe less so in the future or more so that will change but there's still going to be an aspect of that i think for long term goals if it's in line with what you're trying to achieve then i don't think you would set a time frame but maybe for a career wise um of things and for me at least setting that time frame has helped but then let's just on that business side of things when is the right time to stop a business if you've started one and it hasn't worked Oh, I, when, you, okay. when you have to claim bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can actually share. Then you, share, start, I can actually then you share. start. Then you start I, a new one. <laughs> <laughs> that, first, that first formation is getting clicked up. Um, I can. I can. I share. I share a quick story. Um, yeah, it's a funny one as well. Um, I started, but it speaks to the point of passion. Um, 
and there was actually a bigger picture to it. So you see how it's difficult to sometimes reconcile. So I started an online dropshipping store back in 2017. Wait, 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 wait. I knew you guys would laugh. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me hit it. Oli started laughing before Pavilo even started the sentence. Because he knew, he knew, he knew. But, 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 the, but the story behind it was, was around, so, so started that. But, but I went into it with a, with a clear strategy in terms of this machine, I'll learn basically the skill I need in order to get this machine to produce enough income that can then feed property, right? So going back to your point, Olu, the bigger picture was there. It was so clearly defined. I invested in programs. I, I put myself around sort of the right people from a virtual standpoint, and I started going developed the skills, learned some sort of Facebook marketing tricks. The problem is, is that what I was actually selling, eventually I, I didn't have the passion for to continue pushing. Mm -hmm. So whilst at the back of my mind, I knew that this medium and mechanism is a way to build that bigger picture, the passion wasn't there to drive these products. Now you're going to ask me what products. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to ask you that. Okay, cool. So let me take what products are. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction of laughing. You have to Okay, well, we can, have the listen, we can have the listeners guess, but just put it this way, why, right? Why don't you guys guess? What do you think? Why don't we guess what we yeah, think? Why don't you guys guess was, what you think? Yeah, I what do you think but, but just, just, just to finish the story, even when there's a bigger picture, um, the, the, there needs to be some form of passion. And I had everything there. I was like, this works. It's worked for many other people. I can, it doesn't have to work on such a large scale for myself, but this can work. Mm. But that thing that I was selling or those items that were selling didn't, didn't fulfill me long enough to stick with it. So, um, made money, lost money in the end, net loss, and then pivoted full time into, um, property. And what was the, so what was the final trigger for you, P, where you were like, okay, I'm going to close that chapter and move on to something else. Uh, I think honestly, the Facebook marketing was just taking my money, man. If I'm being honest, <laughs> <laughs> they were just they were. He wasn't kids, seeing like, any sales. You, on you that need chart. to. You wasn't need showing to, any sales. Like, like the investment was was just just racing, yeah, and then, <laughs> and the revenue put, was, you've, the, you've the revenue was low, dripping um, in. Um, you forgot to put a low daily limit on how nah, much. So, so yeah, it was it was um, but it was a good experience. But I just I think I, I say that story because the passion part played played a part. And I felt that even if I was taking the losses, if I was passionate about the products and it was something that I had basically maybe des designed myself, mm. then I think I would have maybe stuck with it, right? So you can, only, is, is you can only sort of take products from Alibaba and AliExpress for so long before you actually start to realize um, you need to be a bit more passionate about it. So P, tell us which one of us is um, the closest in terms of the product that you are selling. So I'll go first. Um, <laughs> you probably already know. That's why I probably so, told you. So I think you were selling. Um, you're selling hair. You're selling hair. You're selling nah, weave. Don't get I made, I made. I made money. I can show you my ad account. I was making money. My product is gonna be weave. That's what you're trying to sell. No, no, no. No, I, I think it was something that was very cheap, like ninety nine p. Um, <laughs> like no, no, no. When I say that, I mean like spray bottles, that kind of stuff. No, it went ninety nine p. I was giving them the whole free ship, free, free plus shipping model. Pricing model, you know about that. Sure, what do you think he was selling? <laughs> I actually already know the products. P actually showed me before. Okay. Do you remember what it is? So there's no point in me guessing. What it's was something it? it's, it's something animal related, right? Yeah, you kick off because that's a big niche, isn't it? So you kick off with a lot of animal necklaces and these things just to test <laughs> and see how it works. 
Have you have you ever is, owned a pet? The thing is, the thing is Olu, that's the problem. The Olu's laughing, but he. The thing is, Olu's laughing, but he <laughs> also had you. He also done the Olu for sure. Because no, you were also of course as well. Of course, what I'm trying to say. To get what I'm trying to say, we should we should compare ad accounts and see who was making a bit of paper, and then and then I and then I and then I moved into sort of customizing um, uh, clothes, trainers. I was selling everything, everything you can imagine. I was selling. If you, if your, if your children like dolphin prints, I, I was selling that as well. Do you know what I'm saying? However you want it, Calavera prints, I'll sell that as well. So, um, but yeah, it's just the passion for it. So, um, but yeah, just to, just to sort of share that that business story. Dad, Daniel, what's your what's your view in terms of when's the right time to move on from a business idea or or shut it down or, yeah, because you started a few Can't businesses, really. isn't it? And you and you've you've in the past. Or a few ideas? No. No? Mm-mm. Not cool. It's mad. <laughs> He's not like, I don't, don't want a tax man to come after me. No, 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 no. No, but just in terms of like ideas, you would have like, maybe ideas you would have had, business ideas you would have maybe started and then thought, mm, Oh yeah, I had like one big one. I had one big one, but apart from that, mm, no, nah, not really. So I that big one, on, I can't. it weren't, it weren't yeah, that so. big then, was it? <laughs> it was I just wasn't passionate enough to see it through. That's my point. So let's talk about the passion then. What happened there? I think life just happened. I got past the stage of where I was no longer imp- impacted by it. And I wasn't going to benefit from using the, the product, the service. Mm-hmm. So I think if I was to have done a master's or some further educational studying, it would have been something that I, I most likely would have pursued. Is it something that you could potentially um, pick up in the future, Dan, or you think that chapter's you that chapter you've closed and you've moved on? Someone's already taken the idea. Somebody, yeah, someone's <laughs> taken the idea and made them a multimillionaire, but you know, that's besides the point. So, yeah, it's too late. Okay, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm no, no, new, Dan. I'm sure there's like lots of other ideas cooking behind the scenes. So, the next time you've got one and you want like three investors, you know, who to. Yeah, yeah, but they got, through. Yeah, they got to be legal ideas, please. Okay, legal. Um, <laughs> all my ideas, all my ideas are legal. Go ahead, sure. No, and then I was just gonna say, Oli, so because I think Oli, you're, you're also one of the creative guys in the group, right? And you probably started a few things. And when, so when, when, yeah, he's, he's still starting a couple things now. <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true. So, what, 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 instead of the starting aspect, when's the right time to kind of close that idea or move on from one? For me, it's all it's got to do with your input into it. If mm-hmm. you see your level of input declining, um, mm-hmm. then you need to ask yourself why and mm-hmm. evaluate if it makes sense to walk away. Reason why I say that is I honestly believe each and every one of us in this group, anything that we put our mind to, we can achieve. Mm-hmm. It's all about just being relentless and making mistakes, learning, changing, whatever we want to do. I think we'll we can be successful at it. It's just got to do with how much effort you went into put in. So any business or idea I've walked away from is I've realized that my input is not matching. It's not going to, it's not going to lead to a result. So then it got it's, Then I need to evaluate and say, okay, why am I not putting the input in? Is it because I'm not truly passionate about this? Is it because it doesn't align with my future goal? then I walk away. But I think you know in yourself, right, when something's not going to work based on your input. You can't lie. If I'm working 10 hours, 20 hours on something, on an idea, and I'm consistent and relentless, 
it's going to work. I just believe mm-hmm. that's my personal Amen. mentality. Amen, brother. It's going to work. I mean, <laughs> so when I yeah, start no, to I see you, myself only spending an hour or a week's gone by, two weeks has gone by, I haven't looked at whatever I want to focus on or idea, or I'm revising it for a particular exam. I haven't picked up a book and re- like, I need to then ask myself, okay, why do I feel like this? Is it because it's not aligned with my purpose, my plan? Is it because I'm just a lazy person? Because sometimes it could just be because, you know what, I don't feel motivated or whatever, right? So then that's when I start to evaluate, okay, this is not going to result to the output that I want. Then I decide, okay, how do I value this? Do I still value it quite high? I remember at at Brunel University, right? I started a a brand called Everything Everything Uni. (laughs) Yeah, it was supposed to compete with eBay. (laughs) But... And at the beginning, I think, I, think I, I heard about I heard about that brand at my uni actually. Hey, I was I was getting around. I went to our university. Yeah, it was fair, solid though. It was good. It university was good. fair, but to be honest, it was two things that I learned from that. Was one, you need to put a certain amount of time in. Secondly, you need most of the times, especially with business ideas, you need a partner, right? Someone mm-hmm. to hold you accountable when your accountability drops. That was the two things I learned from it, um, and it also got me my internship job which i'll never like oh, I yeah, spend yeah, interview, yeah, yeah, yeah i spend yeah. the interview talking about everything uni my business plan like all of that stuff and we didn't even talk about any normal interview questions and the guy gave me the job straight away mm. because he didn't want my dream to to live so but, just, but just to tag, I, I know i like what you're saying just to tag on that because a couple of things come to mind i think what's interesting is you're basically speaking to the point of people are kind of pivoting and, and doing trying a number of different things until they find the thing that gives them the burning desire. It's mm-hmm. almost like you can't ignore when your when your 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 heart and your head speaks to you in terms of like it's it's a bit like what you're saying is forget the words your effort will speak for itself, mm-hmm. right? And if you find yourself doing something every single day, then that's your thing to do, right? But exactly. it's it's if I think about our it's almost like if I think about our journey you kind of, I don't know if it was almost like you choose, you, you choose that you go there. You kind of find your, it, it, it find, I, I think it's the saying of it find, you don't find your passion, it finds you, mm. right? So, um, but I, I, what, and what that's I take from what, what some said, people say, right, is that you should try quite a lot of things, right? You shouldn't be someone that just says, I'm going to stick with one thing and go, you should try multiple things. And then like you just mentioned, right, your passion, everything will align to a point where you say, you know what, I could do this for the rest of my life, Right the cheesy line, I could do this for free for the rest of my life. But a lot of times, if you think about your property stuff, right, there's certain times that it gets you excited just thinking about it or, okay, well, how can I renovate this place? Yeah, how can yeah, I do yeah, Like yeah. where an Excel sheet is never going to get you that excited, right? <laughs> Ooh, that formula was dope. Nah, it's not going to be the same. I don't know. I'm not going to look to you. I prefer the Excel than the refurb, boy. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think there's anything... <laughs> There's nothing sexy about refurb. Um, but what I was going to say was, um, I agree with your point on, on trying new things. I think you should try new things up until a certain age. Because when you, then when you start to mature into life and you add wives and children, you better start delivering, man. <laughs> they know, they know, <laughs> trying new things at home. So you've got to start to, <laughs> it better so start to work. So just using that, um, trying new things. Oh, we've got payments to make. <laughs> you can't be telling your wife, I want to try something new. Is, 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 is your trying going to pay for this electricity? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we eating tonight? Trying? <laughs> nah, <come on. laughs> 
<laughs> yo, 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 yo. There, there is a time, there is a time span on, on when you try stuff, innit? At some point so in time, you've got to start delivering. Olu, I was trying before we get married. It seems like we've got a little bit, little bit more time. If you want relationships, relationships. On that segue of trying something new, right? Let's move on to relationships. So yeah, I know nothing we, about this. But, yeah, but okay, I Pete. This I think this is for you and Oli, really. Okay, so then let's, let's split the relationship into two parts. So, so wait, in terms question of, for you. No, no, go on, go on, sure. Let me so Oli's going to say something dumb like, have you ever thought about leaving your wife? Just see, like, on live on TV. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I knew it was coming, something stupid. <laughs> Have you ever thought about walking away? <laughs> Go for a long walk and not coming and back. For a long walk and not coming back. Why would you oh, do that? Right. <laughs> That's not even what I was thinking about. <laughs> let, let's split this, this question into two parts, right? So the question is relationship-wise, when do you move on and why? Now, relationships can pretty much be split into two buckets. One, a significant other, whether that's a, a wife or husband or a partner, or friendships, right? So maybe P and Daniel... Give us your perspective from a friendship, right? When is the right time to cut someone off? Or P is racing to answer this one, but let's get let's hit Daniel first though. When no. is the right when is the right time from a friendship perspective to to cut someone off? Or is there ever really a right time? And then me and Olu the other side. Before I before I team, before I team before on that point, let let P go. No, I've got a curveball actually. I've got a curveball question as as you were talking. Um is there ever a right time? Watch this one, yeah. You ready to walk away from yourself? See, this is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens when the previous episode, yeah, the previous episode, we give Pete a compliment about some of his questions, and now he's trying to sound deep in every episode. That ain't no curveball. That's not curveball. That's a noble. Yo, listen, it's a couple because you guys can't answer the question. You you don't even I know. Can answer. Answer. I can answer. Go on in. Yeah, but the, I mean, when, when you want to walk away from yourself, so like if you have any bad Imagine habits, it. look, look, it's gone, gone. Or, vices, okay. or, things that, or things that you know you shouldn't do. Mm, fair enough, that's fair enough. walking fair away enough, from it, right? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, fair that enough. Was, that was that, that wasn't impact people. So that was deep, though. That was deep, though. That was deep, though, innit? That was deep. <laughs> go on, Daniel. Go ahead. Um, in terms of walking away from friendships, um, it's never a right time. Boy, I can tell you about that, man. I don't really. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go on, go on, Daniel. I I wouldn't say it depends because sometimes na- friendships naturally just go. They just naturally go. You Drift go apart. apart. You go. Well, yeah, you naturally. But and to make a conscious decision to say I'm cutting this person off. That's not something that I can recall or think of that I've done to deliberately do. Mm-hmm. Um, there are friendships that I wish I probably still had, mm. but naturally they've drifted. There are from yeah, there are some friendships that I wish I had, but they've naturally drifted. But because everyone's moved on to different stages in life, why would you want something that's no longer there and it's been that's just kind of it's gone? And it's not that if you see that person, you're not going to be amicable. You're going to obviously say hello you're going to talk and be um respectful to one another but there isn't i wouldn't say there's been a case where i've consciously said you know i'm blocking that person in my life you know i'm walking away from this friendship and said you know i'm no longer your friend you know mm. year two <laughs> you're not my friend <laughs> i'm not your friend either <laughs> the next he, day so he's, he's going to tell us a few stories <laughs> yeah, about he, when he told people, people, i'm not your friend 
I know no stories. <laughs> no stories. But I was just I was just thinking though, I could I could I could definitely see you, Daniel, saying cutting people off. No, they wouldn't necessarily know it, right? It's it, I can see in your mind you going through the motion and saying, "Yep." I've, 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 I've had moments like that. Yeah, I've had. Moments. I know, I know you have. I know. Then, 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 then you just you know you're thinking, you know, sometimes what, what's the point? And I say that because I've had it to the point where I'm someone who usually checks in and see how people do. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm be the one to sometimes carry, not carry the friendship, but I'm the one to make the effort. Say, you know, how how's things going? How are things doing? Not, but you know, outside of the normal events of life and things that are going on you know just checking in on people seeing how they're doing and there's one there's one point where i thought you know i had enough of this because i felt like i was the one doing it for a lot of my friends mm. and i just got i just got pissed off mm. and i kind of thought i just like, lumped everyone to a bucket for forget all of you lot. i'm done but really truly they didn't even know i was annoyed mm. i'm the one that's annoyed it's the one it's affecting me it's not affecting them it's a bit yeah. like unforgiveness <laughs> the person that, that you is- haven't forgiven it doesn't care, doesn't know, but it eats up at you. Daniel's staring at his phone on. like, I ain't going to call them. I'm going to wait for them to call. <laughs> <laughs> Upset and everything, and they don't even care. They're like, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like that. And I got to the point where it doesn't help me. It hmm. doesn't do anything. If I want to say something about a friendship or I expect more from a friendship, then it's on, it's the onus on me to speak that, to that person and it's tell them. Because the same way, yeah, yeah you should. You should, I, you know, as a friend or as someone being your friend, you should have expectations. Mm. You know, they should. Your friendships should have. You should have expectations for your friendships. Mm. And if you don't, if you don't, and if you can't speak to your friends about the expectations, of course, sometimes they don't have to be. You don't have to set them, but you can usually understand when people are on the same kind of length, like wavelength as you, and they there's a, a non-verbal expectation of what your friendship is. Sure. Um, like, yeah, so that, that's the kind of stuff, but yeah, let me not ramble on too much. But in those no, cases, no, just... very, very quick question, Dan. In those cases, did you ever mention to anyone individually, like specifically if there was one or two or a handful of individuals that you were really frustrated with, did you communicate to them or did you just move on yourself in terms of your expectations? Um, in the past, I'll just ignore it and kind of like the friendship will kind of go back to normal sort of thing, but it mm. doesn't do anything in the long run. I think I did that a lot when I was younger. As I've gotten old and matured, I think it's only right that I should address it should I feel in that situation. I think in a friendship, you should be mature enough to say when things aren't going well with a, you know, with a friend or a group of friends, whatever it may be, and speak on it and let the person know how you feel. Mm. Um, and there, there, has, there have been instances where I've thought, I have sometimes thought, you know, I just can't be bothered, but I think the mature thing and the grown-up thing to do is to address it and speak on it, but in the right way. It's not because you want to have a go at them. It's because the reason why you're having it, that conversation is because you value them as a friend. Mm-hmm. If you didn't value them, you wouldn't really care. I always say, if like... an acquaintance, you wouldn't care. I always say, like, you having that conversation tells that person that you value them. The easiest thing you could have done is just walk away and just be like, you know what? It is what it is. I don't care. But because that person adds to your life in some sort of way, Right you want to address it and have that conversation, that difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete, well, Pete so, um, uh... Yeah, no, I was just thinking, you know, in the context of this discussion and not to share my personal experiences, um, but I just think I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that whoever you have around you, friends or, or kind of friends or associates, the, the majority of them need to be adding value. They need to be bringing something to the table because then I think it's a fair exchange of value. And you also should be looking at yourself in terms of what value do you bring to others? We all bring value to each other here. Um, and if we didn't, we wouldn't be as close as we are. 
so I think I think when it comes to friendships, I think it's also about accepting that sometimes certain friendships have its phases, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to sort of move on, right? And that could be you growing, or that could be the other person uh, growing. I'm de- I'm sure there's people that have outgrown me, um, and I know I've outgrown other people, right? So it, it happens; it's part and parcel. But that you need to be under- you need to be looking for the value. Um, because what, what, what I realize also what happens is as you get older, you realize the importance of your time, especially when you start to build a family. And so now how you spend your time and who you spend it with matters. So if you start having that reflection now, you start thinking, well, what, when, I was, when I was younger and I was just giving my time to every single person, you know, you, so, so, so who, the value is very important. So I would, I would base, you know, walking away and starting new friendships and, and, and closing down some friendships based on, based on that. You do, it's a fact of life. You are going to outgrow people and they're going to outgrow you. So, but, but, but even, but even the closing down of friendships isn't necessarily a deliberate thing. Sometimes it's just like a natural thing. It's just yeah. some friends are for a season and you just, you just move on. And sometimes you don't even realize when you're drifting apart from someone, it's only in months later, or maybe a year later, like, Oh, because the close, the friendship might not have been so close. It's like, you don't even really, not in a rude way. You don't would ever remember that person. And it's the same for them because otherwise they would have reached out to you as well. And but sometimes some... you do come back together for a period of time, and then you might drift apart, or it may stay for a longer duration. But I don't think it's, you know, friendships come and go, and I'm not saying you just let everyone else leave, but it's not necessarily not everyone's here to stay for the duration right. of your lifetime. Yeah, no, I agree. No, sometimes I think you also have to make a conscious decision that you're you're moving on. You sound like you're that's some of that. That's close to the heartbeat. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're not not all friendships. No, no, no. But not. It's not always. (laughs) It's not always they they drift apart. Sometimes you actually have to, you know, put yourself or someone else on notice. Yeah, I got. I got to move on. I have to grow. Beyond on on that. On that. Have you ever? I said no personal stories. Next question. Have you ever had that conversation where consciously you've said to someone, or someone's maybe said that to you that? This isn't serving its value or purpose anymore, or however you want to word it. Someone saying that to me. No. <laughs> You're mad. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Was go it, on, go. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. No, only say it. Only say it. People was like this. Here you go. You got served. You got served. <laughs> I got that, I got that landlord notice for you, boy. <laughs> but um, um, no, I don't. No, I, I think because I, I guess the question is: Is this something that you've consciously thought about and it's naturally happened, or is something where you've actually actively said, Mister or Mrs. ABC, <laughs> we're, we're 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 done. No, so 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 in my I, in my mind over the years, I know I have consciously thought about my circle, and I've thought about how who who how can i keep forming that power base right mm-hmm. um so being very selective in terms of who i keep around me and who i'm trying to spend time with 100% that that's that's something that i've definitely thought about um but not having the conversation directly with the person and saying look you know i've been doing some thinking um and i and i think i i think i should definitely leave you you stay where you are, but I'm growing to the next level, right? So I see you when I see you. No, <laughs> so, so, but, but I've definitely, I think you have to think about it. That's just my mm. personal opinion. Mm. Um, otherwise, like Daniel's saying on the last episode, if you're not thinking consciously about those goals, you just, wherever you get taken, you get taken. So, and I think that's like friendships mm. or, or associations, should I say. Kind of like acquaintances. So then, um, Olu, 
building a bit on uh, that conversation, that hypothetical conversation of Pete telling people, um, I'm moving on. Let's talk about relationships and when it's the you right know, time to... to you know what I find funny about this, yeah, is <laughs> when... Swerve! So, I'm, I'm going to start a few ways, yeah? <laughs> you got to start a few ways. Wait, a few ways I'm going to start this. Let me, let, me post, let, me let, me set this let me set this up first. Let me set this up first. So, right. what I like, love about this podcast, yeah, is because he and Daniel are married, yeah? Yep. Yeah. But we've yeah. got an assumption that they've never been in a relationship prior to getting married, right? So we avoided our whole conversation in terms of uh-huh. have they had to walk away from a previous girlfriend, whatever, etc. Right? Yeah. But okay. Um, God. But in my situation, just, I, I was so young back in the day. You, you, you sort of get together, break up because it's just, it's just a pattern, isn't it? You, you see something else you like, oh, I'm out. That's yeah, how that so, works. But obviously, Shawa and I can give a more mature mature answer yeah please do late. please do because i'm, I'm so, myself please do so you know I mean? for me happily married got kids <laughs> go ahead talk about mature go ahead for me whenever i think about <laughs> go ahead <laughs> let me hear you go ahead you give me some go advice you're single <laughs> with no kids think... you give me some advice go ahead <laughs> Please, hey Oli, please define your mature. You no, no, mature no, 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 no. Day, day steak, 28-day steak mature. He's <laughs> talking about Wait. cheddar cheese. <laughs> Three years. Oh, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead, I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm sitting, chilling. So for me, um, when it's time to move... <laughs> for me, when it's time to leave, I think it's the same with relationship and close friendships, right? And I, I put it based on four different elements. Mm. Right, where Got I a say framework, yeah. But simple, simple framework, simple framework. When it's when it's time to leave, yep. Um, okay. And I can give examples. I can give. <laughs> you got? You got your notes? Take your notes. I'm, just, I'm cool. trying to mature. I'm trying to mature. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So number one, number one is simple. Yeah. It's when it's toxic. Right, we all know what toxic is in a relationship or with friendships. Right, I've had to walk away from friendships where I've said this is not right for me. Like, easily you can get me in some sort of trouble where potentially I could get arrested in a fight situations that I don't need to be in anymore. I've grown this drama that I just do not need. Friendship mm-hmm. or in relationships where there's just random drama arguments over nothing. So toxic is an element Bro, that you say. Look, that are getting involved with police. Huh? No, I said Yo, listen and then take your notes. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first element. If it's toxic, that's a, a, the first thing I look for is if the environment, the person is toxic <laughs> for you, right? You can always tell that by your energy level um, when it's time to go walk away. You got that? First one. <laughs> Second element of that's it. That's that quadrant. Yeah. Second you. element or second item is. P, P. You listening, Pete? You got <laughs> this? Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Simple one. Next one is just in regards to your happiness level, right? Um, I think a lot of people go around life just settling and just being content, right? I think we truly know when we're happy. Like there's certain times we can get on this podcast, and this could be a three-hour podcast. I will be happy, cracking jokes, laughing. You could be with your your missus, your wife, hopefully for you two on the other side, and you can crack jokes for hours, conversations, and you're completely happy. There's certain people that you get around 
and you can't, you're already looking at the time like, um, it's time for me to leave. I'm not truly happy in this situation. There's no joy element. So that's the second mm. element I look at. The third element that I look at is in regards to growth, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is an element that people do not, do not take into consideration. I think relationships, marriage, girlfriend, friends, you both have to be trying to grow together, right? And there's um, a lot of people say that there's two main signs for divorce, even though I'm not married or been through a divorce, is financial and one person outgrowing the other, right? If I'm trying to better my life, improve day over day, and you're with the same person you met 20 years ago, it's not going to work, right? If we're having... What's wrong with my, friend, wrong with my friendship with me and Billy? Huh? <laughs> my friend me and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I know Billy since I was six. <laughs> but if Billy, if Billy, if Billy's still talking about the same thing Billy was talking about when he's six or whatever age, yeah. you're, you're yeah, not going to still be friends. You're not still going to be friends. You know, you know what I will say. You know what I will say to that. You know what I will say to that. What I will say to that. Yeah, there are some. There are some of those friendships that, no matter what you go through in life, you stay with those. Those are like and legacy. Those don't you, change. But yeah, they're I very few. You, I feel it's like one or two people. Very, That's it. They're very rare. Club very rare situation. And then my fourth... So that was um, growth. You both need to grow. Friendship, relationship, growth. And then the final one is what P mentioned. Financials. Is no. Value. Oh. Is what value... Like, I there's a, a lot of people say, look, you need to give more than you take. Right? A lot of us are... No one is going to leave you or no one's going to want you to leave if you're adding value in their life. That's why everything I try to do is about adding value. So my friendships, relationships, you've got to always constantly try and give, give, give. The moment that you don't add value to someone, you can, it's sad to say, but you can be replaced. It's, that's the reality of it. You need to, and that value is not, that value is not a financial one. It could be, I look at every single friend of mine and I say, I look at something in that person that I aspire to be or that I'm, I learn from. So that could be their humility. That could be the sense of humor. That could be their kindness. That could be the way that they're able to slow down and make me slow down and think a different way. So you just need to always think about how are you adding value to the people around you? So even if people in relationships, I always say like so many times we'll focus on so many other things apart from adding value to that person that you're with. The moment that you continuously add value to that person, they're not going to want to leave, right? I'm sure um, Daniel and P can say like, they can't live without their, their significant other because there's some sort of value that that person is bringing to them that they can never get from anywhere else. And that is my fourth point is just always continuously add value. So those are my four principles. P, can you just repeat that? I just want to make sure you got the notes. What were the four? Yeah, I got the notes. I got the what notes. were the four, four things? Four principles to keep in mind when, when building a relationship with the opposite sex is look out for a toxic, if it's toxic space, focus on happiness, yep. focus on growth, and also focus on value. Oh, now <laughs> you're listening. Yeah, I got it. That's my side. Shuwal, you. Now, to be honest, though, you, you've answered that question perfectly for me. So I don't think there's, uh, there's much I can add. <laughs> I do think, I do, I would say, actually, I do think it's, it's, um, I, I, I agree. I agree with those, with those, with that way of looking at the same time. 
um, but that's not a bad thing. It's it's a high standard that you're you're, you're setting, and and the science of relationships is it's difficult to sort of fit all of this into one and say, okay, cool. If you're mm. not growing, I don't add value, no, no happiness. It doesn't necessarily, work, especially from day one, right? So. Mm. That's the, the yeah. That's that's. But, but I, I think wouldn't say that that I list say, is a day one thing. It's not a day what, one thing. I think it's more. How do you? The, the, that day one list is probably a lot shorter. Yeah, yeah. The, the day one list. Is, <laughs> yeah, day, that day one list is short. Like. The day one list is yo. What's your number? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot short. <laughs> I I ain't standing there saying yo. Um, so tell me how you can add value to my life. You know, what's your five year plan? Ten year plan? You know. Nah, it's not like. Do, that. do you want to know what's funny? Do you want to know what's funny? Yeah? Is 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 that I. I I I have thought about it. I've had, I've had a conversation with Lauren, yeah? I've always said, I'm so glad I'm not trying today to get into a relationship. I, I speak for myself. I, 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 I empathise with others, but I speak for myself, right? And then I thought to myself, if I was trying, yeah, what would be my... my, my I'd love to see that. That would be pick, so funny. I would, love, I would love to see that. You know what I'm trying to say? I would love to see how I come I already know what your pickup line would be. And the thing, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I might even take it there and say, look, a couple of things. I personally think that I'll be shopping on LinkedIn for my for my opportunity. That's where I think I'll be there, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two, yeah? Bro, if it's not on the first date, on the second date, I'm talking about future aspirations. I think, because Olu's, Olu's laughing about five-year goals. I'm definitely going to slip it in. So how are you looking at, what's your vision looking like? What's about that's, what's, 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 what's a cash position? Right if that's your yeah? he's like, yo, what's your net worth? What's your no, net worth? Net worth. <laughs> I will send, I'll, I'll ask the questions around it, right? But I'll say, I'll vision. We need to understand vision. I'm calculating a net worth. And then, and then, and then I personally think, I personally think, I, I don't like, I don't know how successful that would land, but but um, I, I, I couldn't see myself having a discussion about like, so you know. What kind of like you like you're into that kind of fashion wear, yeah? All right, that's interesting. So were you looking to wear are you mad? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. No. So, anyways, but yeah, it's interesting. So I'm glad I don't have to do that. I would love to see it, but I'm happy you don't have to go for it. Because I already know how you would what your move. I wouldn't would be. do I wouldn't I don't think I'll do well. That's my point. I think I'll be very <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'll be very dead, bro. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I think that's the point I'm making. I would not get very far. <laughs> that's why I would I'll love be, to I'll see be in the it. bar, yeah. I'll be in the bar buying a drink or two and talking, yo, vision. What are we saying? <laughs> no, the one the one way you the one way you'll get ahead is from your dance move. You'll be dancing, you'll be dancing. I don't last when you're 30 plus. When you're 30 plus, yeah. No one wants to the see knees. an old man on, on the dance floor with the knees, with the knees all weak. Man. Nobody wants to see that. You know what I'm trying to say? Nobody's trying to see that. I'm telling you. So my, that's the thing. If I, ain't, I don't have the knees, so what I have is the, I have the vision. So I'm talking about vision, and she's not gonna want to hear that. Do you know what I mean? She's gonna be like, "Yeah, well, what about your hips, big man?" I think, I think that's probably. I think, I think, I think, I, I was thinking about this as well. I probably think. My try to it'd probably be like a money thing you got to try and flex with, innit? But I don't know if that's not even gonna work these days. Well. I don't know. I might be uh, out here single for time, bloody. <laughs> hey. Oh Bro, my god. Anyway, the, the message there is if you find someone great, make sure you lock them down because after oh, a while the mate. knees start to go and then the game just ain't the same anymore. I'm telling so. you, man. Lauren ain't got nowhere, dog. Even if she, even if she wanted to, she ain't got nowhere. Go on, go on. <laughs> go on. All right, no, sure, we got next. Now, I was actually going to um, wrap up because I thought that was a, a, a good way to, to close the uh, close the episode. So I just want to say a big thank you to 
to all our listeners for listening to episode number 70, which is a very important milestone. We wouldn't have got here without you. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. This actually, this ep- episode suggestion was from a listener, so really appreciate it. Do please continue to share your ideas, what you'd like us to talk about. Um, please tag us, share, comment. Um, please engage as much as you can. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate all of you listening. And also a special shout out to a couple of our listeners who gave us some great feedback about the episode. We hope you can see that we've embedded that into the episode. So do please continue to share feedback and ideas with us as we continue to move uh, forward. So thanks for listening to episode 70 of Take Flat Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it, as Sean just said. Stay well, stay safe, God bless. If you have any um, if you have any feedback for us, feel free to email us at takeflatpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram. Peace. Take off.